This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hello, everyone. It's your favorite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the TalkSport Fan Network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Football on the Sports Social Podcast Network is brought to you by BetVictor, where those who think outside the box can create unique football bets from a combination of markets. Create your best bet with the innovative BetVictor Bet Builder. 18 plus, begambleaware.org. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. This episode is brought to you by FX's Welcome to Wrexham. Celebrity owners Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds' small-town Welsh football club is fighting for a chance at promotion. These two Hollywood stars lead a team in the midst of history in the making, while dedicated staff and supporters hold on to a dream of returning the team and this working-class town in Wales to glory. FX's Welcome to Wrexham premieres September 12th on FX. Stream on Hulu. fair I was muted and I started this like Burnley just ended their last game um, I would have loved to come on here with a lot of enthusiasm a lot of excitement can't wait to get your comments on this one guys because this 
this is a massive result. Um, Burnley, a capitulation again. You know, we went 3-0 down in the space of what were it, seven minutes or something at Chelsea. And then I know we had to chase the game, but again, the same worrying thing of when we let a goal in, it is just panic stations. Uh, I'm going to get you guys in. If you are on your way home from Brentford, uh, I will put the link in the chat, actually. Then if you just copy that and put it into a Google, uh, then I should be able, hang on, there we go, invite, copy, and then put that in here. Oh, there we go. Awesome. So, yeah, I'm going to read your comments out in a minute, guys. But if you want to join in, this is the falling show that we want it to be like a radio station. Uh, so you come in and you tell us what you like, what you didn't like, what you think should be changed. I want to hear if you're on the way home. I want to see if you've been watching it on TV like myself at home. I want to hear anything that you've got on an opinion on what we need to change. So, Burnley fans, is it time to press the Joe's version of the panic button? Because he says that quite a lot. I want to know your opinions. I've got Jared already joining us. Thank you very much to Jared. He's in the back room. I'm going to bring him in in a minute. Before I do that, I'm just going to read out some of the comments. Uh, I'll try and start from the top as where I can. Uh, Jay Schmidt, 100% blame on Dash today. How Westwood have been he'll play the full 90 minutes? I'll never know. Uh, absolute must-win game. They keep him in one mistake, one save, yet, to be fair. Shambles. Colin sending off, messes up. I can't disagree with that. Corney already looks fed up of having to, uh, the ball hoof forward. Well, I don't know. One of them, that's, that's the job that he's got, unfortunately. Uh, hoof the ball into the corners. What is going on? I won't read out because I got told off. No, sound, I know, mate. I've, I've got it. I've, I've sorted it. I'm sorry. Um, good friend, Robert, has put absolute long ball hoofing, no passing. There was times of passing, I must admit. I, I, I was quite excited from playing it out from the back. Talky driving forward. There are some positives that I will go into, but there's a lot more negatives. So, unfortunately, guys, it might have come across as a bit of a negative. If you want to get on, guys, join in with the link that is here. Just copy that and put that into your browser, and it will direct you, and then I will bring you in, and you give us your opinions. But we'll start today's call in, if you will, with Jared. Elvis, how are you doing, my friend? Hello. I'm all right. How are you? Uh, well, I've been better, mate. What did you think of that? Let's take your opinion on that game first. Oh, man, that's so frustrating. It was Brentford. The frustrating thing is Brentford weren't even that great. And it was just two teams just scrapping and just trying to find a win because both teams need it, especially us more than them. And I don't understand. We spoke about this in the past, and obviously a few people have mentioned this, but that hoofball, it wasn't working. And what... And I like Val, but we've got a six foot six striker who doesn't use his head. He can't hit a ball, really. And it's why we're still hoofing the ball to him when you don't think things like that in Corney. And then he takes Val off, which I'd rather have taken Corney off because Corney was literally offering not much. And then it's just the most frustrating thing. And then you think you're going to get somewhere. You know what I mean? We had some good chances in that sense of getting forward. You know, we've got a few corners, but we did jack shit with them. Sorry for swearing. We did absolutely nothing with them. And I'm just like, you know it's so frustrating. Do you know what? I couldn't summarise it better myself, mate. I think you, you've hit the nail on the head there. That's a really good thing. Uh, there's so many positives to sort of talk about as well. Sorry, I've got a cough, guys. If you're coughing. Tarky. Tarky <laughs> played well. Give Tarky to you on that Tarky one. played exceptional. Now, I know there were a few errors that put him in a position where he had to make that exceptional tackle. However, he was playing on the left side. He's obviously not familiar with that. You can see that with the miscommunication yeah. at times between him and Charlie Taylor. 
if he's on the right side, these little mistakes that are happening at the minute, I don't think would happen as much. Uh, but Tarky's defensive blocking, he was in the way of absolutely everything. And Robbie Lindsay's put Tarky wasn't exceptional. I'm, I don't know the stats. I haven't got stats in front of me. But if we get the stats up, I would love to see how many shots they had that were blocked because 90% of them must have been blocked by Tarky. He was in the way of everything. We had a goal line clearance, uh, that header, uh, where yeah. we cleared it. it where were we? I, I know. There was that one little mistake, wasn't there, when he went to head the ball out and obviously he didn't do it properly, which I think he did something similar, didn't he, the other week? It was the same kind of thing, you know, rather than just... I think he, had, well, he tried to pass it out when he should have just booted it. Uh, there was something similar happened the other week, but it's only a tiny little mistake. I know it can lead to a goal, but it didn't. And I thought, out of the defence, he was the strongest one. And I know we spoke about this in the past, like Roberts, don't get me wrong, he's a decent player, but them crosses keep coming in. And even on their first goal, um, it did close out, and down. He just stood there, and then it was down to Lennon, who's like the same height as you, probably, to try and head the ball out. It's just not going to work. You know what I mean? I'll tell you what, that's a great point. I want to come back to this. Now, I've looked at stats previously to this. Obviously, I'm in both camps with Lawton and Roberts, so I can't be too opinionated. But the, the ball did come in again from Roberts, cross from Ericsson. I mean, can you give Ericsson, a player of that quality, that much time? Absolutely not. No. No, I'm literally going to bring in a couple of tweets, Jared. Uh, I can't put them on the screen because I'm just going to read them out. Under, I'm just following yeah. the Twitter Clarice hashtag. So we've got Alistair. Alistair. Uh, relegation 100%. Dash gets it wrong, all wrong today. The biggest game of the season. He, he won't drop uh, Dwight McNeil and Westwood for some reason. Um, he brings Weghurst off. Shout football. Shout result. <laughs> uh, won't call for Dash to be sacked, but what does he offer? Well, to be fair, mate, I'm reading that out there. I don't know what else you're calling for. You're saying you're not calling for him to be sacked, but what does he offer? It's crap. He's doing everything wrong. Um, yeah, he didn't get it right today. The, the formation, what frustrates me is I can have my opinion on this and I can't often say it, uh, but there's certain players that I should think are instrumental at the minute and we need that. Do you remember that season where Tom Eaton came back in the net, for example, and then yeah. things started to shift, things started to change? Certain points in the season, you need that experience uh, and you need that player that's just going to say, right, let's just calm it down, let's start again. How many comments I've read today saying about us being nervous um, is shocking, really. It, it, we don't, we don't nervous, but it come across that way. Yeah, we don't literally have that player. The only person you could say from experience of like that is Lennon because he's been in the Premier League for a long time. But I wouldn't say he's that kind of captain of, you know, to calm everyone down. Yeah, Um Dash never has a plan B, and four four two isn't the way. From two different comments there, absolutely agree with a no plan B. Four four two works for us. It gets us up this thing. We've had great success with it. We've even qualified for Europe with four four two. So I'm not going to criticise four four two too much, but I am going to criticise the lack of a plan B, Jared. Yeah, I think as well. I don't understand. Like I know he dropped Cork, but then it was supposed to be because he's resting him because he played like three games and or whatever it was. But then why is he not come back in? I don't understand it. Because yeah. I think if we had Cork in the midfield today, it probably possibly would have been a different game. It's just that more, that is that calming factor probably, and that's why we saw better results when Cork was playing in the midfield because he probably had that calming factor over everyone. Uh, yeah, I'm just going for again. Obviously, I am only going to find negative uh, things today. So we've got as bad as it gets. Someone's tweeted that Peter. Uh, I don't know about that one. Yeah, you know. It, it, Neil Christopher, lots of people saying we're going down. Uh, we need to keep Dash. Why? 
so he can re-sign Westwood and Lennon, give, uh, <laughs> give him Barnes minutes, keep him pretending that Rodriguez isn't up to it. Christ knows what Pace is thinking. So, to be fair, um, <laughs> there is 10 players out of contract. Dash is going to have to rebuild a whole new team and keep some of these people. Um, I can't remember exactly who's out of contract. I know Jack Cork's one of them that's out of contact. Yeah, Ben Mee. Ben Mee's me. out in it because uh, Tarke. But I know obviously Tarke's leaving anyway, innit? And then obviously, uh, I think Vidge was out of contract as well, you know? Yeah, going on to the Jay Rodriguez. I want to hear your comments, guys. Let me know. Also, let me know where you're watching. I'm just seeing someone saying that up at 9 20 a.m. in California to watch this and we need to cheer them up. I'm desperately trying to do that, mate, because I'm trying to cheer myself up, trying to cheer the world up. Uh, it's a lot of responsibility for a, a tiny little podcast in Burma. But I will try my best, my friend. Uh, Jay Rodriguez should not, and for me, he should not have been dropped and he should not be getting little, as little time as he's getting. Um, swapping him for Vegas, I wasn't 100% sure of it. However, we did look far more threatening attacking when it worked like that. But I don't know. Corner for me is too, he's looking. I don't know what your opinions are. And I want every single person that's watching this to give me a comment and, and give me a yes or a no, or a, I like him or I don't like it. I don't care how little or how big it is. I want you to describe to me what your thoughts are on Maxwell Corner at the minute. Uh, irrelevant of the first part of his uh, Burnley career. I'm talking this 2022, since he's returned from AFCON. What are your opinions at the minute of Maxwell Corner? Jared, I think I delayed long enough there. It's all right. So I think, you know what's funny? Like they were saying this on the commentary and stuff and uh, saying that like, it's just a completely different player. It's just weird. There's just too much changed. I don't know what it is. Uh, but since come back from AFCOM, he just doesn't seem the same corner. Has he been what... found out? That's a short time to be found out, though, isn't it? Have other clubs have thought, actually, we need to give this guy a little bit more attention? Good point. You know, there, there were think... a lot of doubling up today, but then that should mean that someone's free uh, to, to benefit mm. from that, but I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I'll just read out some do of the think... Go on, Jared. Oh, sorry, I was saying, do you think when he signed, he thought, right, this is, you know, Premier League football, you know, Burnley, decent team, Pace has probably sold him the dream, and then he's actually got here, and Dash is like, right, you need to do up this, 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 and he's like, this is not what I planned for. No. Possibly. Um... Corne is not a Burnley type of player. I'm going to ask for you to expand on that. What What do you mean by that? Um, I, I, I kind of know, but I don't want to put words in your mouth. Um, he is not a winger. He's a winger, not a striker. Waste of a player up the top. Uh, Corne will come good. He looks sharp, but he is still learning to play as a striker. Uh, oh, I've clicked wrong button there. What's this one? 55th day. He's getting into the right positions. Uh, Corne, one-on-one, uh, lacked conviction on the shot. Uh, Corner is being played in the wrong position. So this is two or three that are saying that. Dash to go. Uh, yeah, okay, I think that's a joke. Um, he created the chance chasing the back pass, but fluffed it in the finish. Uh, yeah, no, keep... And I'll read one more. We've got... He's not a striker. Maybe playing in a different position. His goals and performances come from out wide. So how many people there? I can't remember, but a lot of you saying that he's not playing in his position. So what is our ideal... Starting lineup, and we're going to start at the top. Who is the first two that you think that you need to put on that score sheet? Uh, to, sorry, on that team sheet to get as a goal. Who is the first two? The, the strikers. We're going to start up top. Uh, Jared, I'll start with you. Go on. 
Well, it's not the uh, easiest one. Although I said to you, then when it said about Barnes coming back, I thought, right, this. I know obviously people have different opinions on him, but I'm like, he does offer a bit of something, but he's not even getting any time. He literally comes on for three minutes. I know he had a bad injury, uh, but even if he got a bit more time, they still could possibly offer something. But to me, it'd probably be Jay and Bout. It has yeah. to be. Yeah. Uh, he should have scored uh, the one-on-one different conversation if that goes in from Robert. Absolutely different conversation. Because if he scored that, we wouldn't have folded like we did. Uh, we need to stop mm. that cross coming in. I can't keep stressing about it. It's not just this game. It's mu- numerous, numerous games. Mm. These crosses. It was games. Arsenal as well, wasn't it? Arsenal, the Arsenal game every. Liverpool. Mm. Uh, even the uh, Brighton game that we won convincingly. It was it was still yeah. happening quite a lot. Um, so and Leicester. Yeah. Jay and Val. Jay and Val. Jay and Val. I agree. Completely has to be Jay Rodriguez up front. I don't know what you're thinking, mate. I'm not a manager. I'm not getting paid tens of thousands a week to make these decisions. But from my point of view, in my little room, watching it on my little telly, it seems so obvious that Jay Rodriguez needs to start. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, who's your midfield then, Jared? Because obviously we're starting at the minute with Westwood and Brownhill. And we've got Lennon on the right and Dwight McNeil on the left. Now, Dwight McNeil coming into a lot of criticism at the minute. Who is your midfield for? You know what? I keep Lennon, you know, surprisingly. I can't, he's not really done anything wrong. You know what I mean? He's had some pretty decent games. So I, I keep Lennon on. Um, and then I want it to be Cork and Brown, just because that seemed to match a lot better, didn't it, really? Yeah. In the short term of Cork being back in the side. And then. To be honest, who else have we really got? You've either, like people said about um, Corney, so you're either only going to put Corney and McNeil because obviously everyone else is sort of injured, really, aren't they? Or, yeah. you'd, which has been mentioned before when it's all mentioned about Roberts moving forward and then putting Matt back in, right back. But really, you're probably going to keep McNeil and um, Lennon because we've got really no one else, have we? No, so we've got people saying Lennon, Court, Brownell, Corney, so that he's dropping... Uh... McNeil, we've got Cork, Brown, and Len Corner again. Uh, Westwood looks lost without Wood. Do you know what? Certain players fit, <coughs> excuse me, certain players fit certain tactics with when there's other players in the team around them. I've said this before that, you know, like when David Jones was in the Burnley squad and, and he used to get a lot of criticism for going backwards and left. And at the end of the day, we went 23 under defeated and that. And it gives other people freedom to do what they do because they know that they've got the comfort mm. of him. We know this about Ben Mee when he's playing it gives people security to be able to go up the pitch because you know you've got Ben Mee of your left. So if you miss it, there's all, more often than not, he's going to get it for you. Uh, is Westwood missing his mate, so to speak? That's a real possibility. I think it's a good little shout there. Um, Vegos, as good as he looks as a footballer, is a completely different type of footballer to Chris Wood. He comes short, he wants it to his feet, he hates it anything above his shoulders, and you can see his frustration. He, he, he doesn't mind jumping down the team's throat if he thinks that they're not done good enough. Um, not always a good thing, though, in my opinion. It does, you know, I think that to... proved it today, though, didn't it? Sorry. Yeah. No, yeah, um, Just because it was just hoofball all the time, and it's just not working, but no one's changing anything, and that's the frustrating thing. Someone said, yeah, what about pushing Taylor forward and start Peters when he's back? What happened, though? Do you know what? This is what we're saying about Roberts and Lawton. They're both good players, but in different roles. But I think Lawton defensively mm. is more sure. Uh, I think Roberts 
you know, he does bring something going forward. I think Lawton also can offer that, though. Um, it's just the way Dash was yeah. playing with Wood. Now we've got Vegas. You'd like to think that maybe he could show a different style of his football. Let's see. Uh, so my midfield four would be um, Lennon on the right at the minute. But it's a close one between Lennon and I'll try McNeil. So it's between them two. And then I'd have Cork and Brownhill. And then I'd have Corny on the left. So at the minute, it's Lennon, Westwood, Brownhill, McNeil, uh, McNeil, Corny. So yeah, that's my thing. Then you've got your back four. Now we have the next game. This is an interesting one. This is where it gets a bit tasty. Ben B might not be back. Eric Peters might not be back. You've got Matt Lawton, who is standard of right back. You've got uh, Phil Barsley. You've got Kev Long. You've got, well, no, Jimmy Dunn's gone now, hasn't it? Who else have you got? I'm trying to think. There's what. that young lad, weren't there? Um, there was a young lad on the bench, weren't there? Yeah. Well. I, I forget Anyone in the chat, yeah. come on, let me look silly, get it in there for me. As Man United are walking out to Old Trafford on my right-hand side on the TV, uh, Ronaldo is back. There you go, a bit of an update for you there. Uh, so who is your back for, Jared? You've got to pick four, and Collins and me may not. We'll say me is not available. Yeah. Um, now I'd have Matt back as right back. Yeah. Personally, I think defend just defensively, like you say, I think he's better than Roberts personally. Um, and then obviously Tarke, um, absolutely. And then it is that that is the hardest part now. He's like, who we're going to give that? Because obviously Collins can't play, and then me still out. The only thing what I he might Bobby Thomas, right? The only thing I could think he might do is he'd end up pushing like Roberts in the centre back. He'll do something a bit wacky, or he put Bardsley in or something. You know, like he's done in the past when we had Bardsley and Matt at right back and left back, which is like the most randomness. Um, and to be honest, I think it's a set like I'm a big fan of Taylor, I'm Charlie Taylor. I think he's absolutely fantastic. But again, it's some little changes what have happened, like with Peters um, obviously being injured, where we just Things seem to have just gone a bit lackluster again. Absolutely. It's such, such a hard... Can you hear music in my background? Because I think my neighbours have just put loud music on. Hopefully you can't <laughs> hear it. Again. If you can hear it, let me know because it'll cut it off the stream and we don't want to do that for afterwards. Um, yeah, so my centre, my sort of... I think I would go Lawton. I would go Tarky. I'd try and play Tarky on the right, though. As good as I thought he were today, yeah. the mistakes he were made seem to be from... Just not being used to being on that left-hand side with Charlie Taylor. I'd have Kev Long at the minute because for all his sort of airs and graces and, and, and what he is, when he does come in, I always think, do you know what? He actually done quite a good job. So I'm going to go with Long and then I'm going to go Charlie Taylor on the left. However, I'm going to throw it out there. And again, I've got, this is me being honest. Charlie Taylor, you can see how unfit he is today. You, you can see he needs a few more weeks yet till he gets back to his best. But yeah, for me, Tarky and Long next. Um, who's the next game? Uh, Man City. Man City. So Man City's not till April. So Ben Mee should be back for that. So if he's not, we've got I'm three weeks. Three weeks in it. Yeah. So let's let's say Ben Mee's not back. I'm going that. What's your guys? Let me have a let me have yours in now. I'll read them out as quick as I can. Uh, play three. Tarks, Lawton, Taylor across the back. Uh, okay. Okay. That's a different one. If Dash plays a back three. I think I'll give you my season ticket next year, mate. Um, Richardson should 100% be getting a look at. Not even, do you know what? I don't think Richardson's here. I think I've had this conversation before. 
And I think is he not injured? Is he out on loan? I thought he was injured. Or he just come back from an injury. Yeah, he didn't have a bad ankle injury. Something there's a reason he's not here. I think yeah. me and you had this conversation with Matt about him in the cup. I think our we were having a conversation, one of the players about uh, in the cup, like, oh, what, how was he getting on? And he's like, and I remember something being the reason why he's not playing at the minute. Uh, yeah. Oh, James, I was on the bench, so he must be just coming back. I, fe- I feel like I might have um, heard a story that he was injured and he's been injured all year, so maybe he's just coming back from that. And, and if he is amazing, uh, hopefully he gets a bit of a run out soon. So, yeah, and then you've got Pope. Pope pulled off a worldy save in that first half. What a save that was. Took a little deflection from Ericsson's shot, tipped it wide. Um, could he have done anything with the goal? There was a cross from Ericsson, headed back across from Tony. Could he have done anything with that? Have I lost you? Oh, sorry. Is that right? weird uh, cut out then? Don't worry. Right. Yeah, first, yeah. I've got two questions about Nick Pope, and they both relate to the goal. <laughs> the first goal, though, whip him from Ericsson. Nodded back across from Ivan Tony, goes to the keeper's right. Could Nick Pope have done anything about that goal, or do we just have to take his hats off and say fair play? That's to me, you could there's nothing you can really do about that. Um, I don't, um, yeah, I just you can't really blame him. Joe Red's got to come on. I'm just sending yeah, him the link, so do us a favor. Um, um, and even the penalty, he was not looking up to get his answer to the penalty. He, so here's my second question, and I want you guys in the comments to be as honest as you can be for me. Nick Pope, on that second goal, was there an opportunity to save Collins from being sent off by Nick Pope coming out on that heavy touch? There was a heavy touch, and then Nick Pope retreated. Mm-hmm. Collins gave him uh, half a chance to get back. Uh, and then straight away, we're already in this. I think Paul might have even written this before the question came out on there. Pope should have come out for the second one pen. If Pope comes out for that, you've got rid of the red card, you've got rid of the penalty, um, and you've still got three minutes to try and... God knows how that. Like, we don't have one shot to talk all game, but you still got a chance. <laughs> um, Roberts, Tarkey and Taylor on the in the back three, I presume you're meaning. Would you not? Would you genuinely going to play two wing backs in a back three? I'm not having that one, John. I'm sorry, but uh, Joe Red should be here any minute. Hopefully, he is. so yeah. So Nick Pope for me should have saved the 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 problem. I won't say should have saved it, but he should have come out and collected the second yeah. one, or at least put the striker in a position where he he's not going to get it. He's going to have to go wide and, and, and do something else and give his centre backs time to get back into a position to hopefully make the save. That's my opinion on Nick Pope's uh, thing. See, that's World a good point. That's a good point because if you look at quite a few of the chances Brentford had, as soon as they got closed down, they didn't have a clue what to do with it. So, yeah, again, Brent. and do you think as well, sorry, um, that, you know, when obviously Collins got sent off and obviously the penalty, do you think it looked worse than what it actually was, the way he just lunged and rolled like a tackle? Like a you know what, tackle. yeah, it, I think it looked worse. Rolled Another serious question. Is that ever a red card? I know he was the last man. And, he, and you're going to say that he was stopping a goal-scoring opportunity. But how many penalties are given away when they're just about to take a shot and they've tried to nick the ball and it's just a yellow card and a penalty? Mm. I feel like a red card and a penalty for that when it wasn't necessarily a challenge. It was a chance to get the ball and he didn't get it and he bundled him over. 
I don't think it was deliberate as a foul. I think it was a genuine opportunity to get a ball. I'm not convinced that was a red card, but by the letter of the law, he's the last man, so... Yeah. Uh, Ryan Collins, sure Richardson got a bad injury. I think he did. Um, mm. Paul should have come because it was a heavy touch uh, by Tony. No attempt on the ball, therefore red. That's interesting. Robbie thinks it's a definite red. Wasn't the last man. Taylor was central. Not a straight red from Paul. This is a good one. This was my thought. Double whammy on those red card and penalty. I don't know what happened to that rule, by the way. It's double jeopardy. Uh, where we get punished for two things, basically. And that rule just seemed to disappear as fast as it came in. I, I do want to say, though, I don't think it's a red card any day of the week. I think it's a... He's, he's had an opportunity. There's been an heavy touch. He's got himself into a position. Tony didn't even look like he was getting a shot away at one point. Um, <clears throat> rules change. If you attempt to get the ball, it's only a yellow. So this is where, mm. you know, the, the referee's sort of opinion comes into play because like Jerry said, is that ever a red card if he didn't fall on his back, for example, and tumble over the top? Yeah, it just looked, like you said, the way he went in. It just looked probably a lot worse than what it actually was. Uh, one second. I'm just going to send Joe this link and then we can get Joe right on for the last five minutes. Let us know in your comments, guys, what your opinions are of the game. Uh, do you think we are down? That's the big question of the day. Let me know what you think. Are we down? Is that result the end of Burnley's Premier League? Six years, I think it is straight. Is that the end of the Burnley yeah, Premier years. League? Is it the start of it? Is it a day? It's definitely a one nail in the coffin. In my opinion, it's definitely one nailing. The only what thing what could help us... Go on. Sorry, go on, sir. I'll let you get that comment. Sorry. Or defending, we was never going to win after the goal. Uh, three weeks then, City. I oh, know, mate. You know, that's that's the worst thing. We have no bounce back for well over a month right now because the odds are getting a result at City. Mm. Embarrassing. Um, and then you've got... I can't remember the next game. Let me get the fixtures up here now. So, while you, Jared, distracts me. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, what I was saying is the only positive thing for us is the fact that Leeds and Everton are so inconsistent. Um, yeah. That, that can only swing it for us. And we've still got a better goal difference. We've, was it, we've got, I know Everton got now got games in but even on Leeds, I think we've got a game in hand, two games in hand or something. So, that's the only thing. But it shouldn't be down to other teams to start ballsing things up for us to stay up. That's a frustrating thing as well. But if it, if it happens that way, because Leeds, like you say, they're in for a bit of a free fall as well, aren't they? And they're only, what, is it two points from us? Yeah. Well, before we go into the final part of the podcast uh, and live show, because this is streamed and recorded and put out later live as a podcast, um, I'm going to go on to James Smith. But if could everyone just press share, because we are doing this voluntarily, it is for a bit of fun. <clears throat> but it is a chance to get everyone's Burnley fan opinion across. So if you're a Burnley fan, press share. I might even do that old YouTube thing. If you're not a Burnley fan, then you won't press share. There you go. Have a bit of that. <laughs> um, we have the quality to survive, but Dash needs to sort his stack out. Now, the reason I've highlighted that one and left it on for so long is because I'm going to read out the fixtures, right? Man City, 2nd of April. Anything can happen at Turf Moor. And I've always said that. Uh, we've beaten before. We've not been for a long time. We've kept them close many a time at Turf Moor. Uh, we've also been turned over. So let, let's see. I'm, I'm not writing City off, but let's just move that one aside. Uh, we're, not, we're not writing it off. <laughs> and then we've got Norwich away. Massive game. 2pm kickoff. So I'm going to guess yeah. that's a Sunday. 
massive game. We need to win that. Um, I can't see anything other than relegation. I don't care then. If we get beat there, we are down. Then we've got West Ham away. West Ham are up and down. Like I know they're doing well. They're having a great season, but people can go there and get a result. Wolves at home. Can, we can do that 100%. Again, at Turf Moor, I can believe we can do anyone. Watford away, massively winnable game at the minute. And then we've got Villa, Spurs and Newcastle. So it's still well and truly in our hands, but we are running out of games yeah. as this comment act, uh, comes in at that time. We are. Uh, never say never, but uh, that was a massive opportunity to give us a fighting chance. Too much loyalty from Dad. Now, we've got Joe Redding. Now, I'm going to bring him in straight away because Joe Red's been at the game. He's been down in London. He is currently in the car on his way home. So, he has been there. He's felt it. He's feel, smelt it. He's, he's got all the um, adjectives, I'm sure, to tell us exactly what that was like. So, yes, Joe, how are you, my friend? I'm just going to read this. There you go. How are you, pal? Can you hear me? Yes, all good. Oh, shit, mate. Wow. There's nothing more I can add apart from we were shit. We all were so shit. Everything. Dash picked the wrong team. The players, all right. We had a... Jesus crap, we nearly crashed. We nearly crashed. Um, Dash picked the wrong players. Um, fucking... We had a lot of the ball, but we did nothing with it. Same, same old story from the last two games. Awesome. Great um, summary there. From <laughs> I don't think we'll bring Joe Red back on. I'll let him have a safe journey home. But yeah, that it, it was shit. In my opinion, to summarise the game, I don't know how we got beat. I never felt like we were getting beat at any point. Oh, Joe, straight back in. There we go. Sorry. Sorry. We didn't crash. We didn't crash. We nearly crashed. We didn't crash. Um, I don't know. I don't know the last thing you heard, but uh, Dash picked the wrong team. The players on the pitch weren't good enough, and then oh, oh shit, Simon. Tell me, Joe, we've had, we've had this discussion. I don't know if you've been uh, able to listen to us on the way home so far. Oh, for God's sake. That's the end of Joe. I ain't bringing him back in. Joe is gone. <laughs> so I'm going to wrap it up there, guys. But if you think we're relegated, give us a, give us an R in the comments. If you think we've got a chance, um, then uh, then say staying up. Because I think we've got a chance. I really do think we've got a chance to stay up. I'm not defeated by that uh, result. But I am deflated by it. That's the that's the ending yeah. line I'm going to leave you. I am not defeated, but deflated as a Burnley fan right now. Jared? No, I agree. It was just... Cause it just at points you're like, right, okay, we might get Nick something or whatever. And then as soon as that first goal went in, and they were saying, they were saying on the commentary like, uh, Brentford's majority of the goals like the last 10 minutes. And that one, I'm just like, right, that's it. And I was just, again, I was just deflated, just like, oh... Because I'm like, at least we're getting a point. I'm like, right, I'll take the point happily. And then it was just, right, oh, game over. And then the penalty just... So I'm very, very deflated. And like you said, just, yeah. Just, well, yeah. That's a good, that's my summary. It depends on which Burnley side turn up. Now, it's not just which side turns up. It's which side is put out. This is the point of the whole thing that we've said today. Not just what side turns up, what side is put out. And Ronaldo has just scored. It's 1-0 over uh, Old Trafford, 12 minutes in. Um Slim chance, but it's looking grimmer. Uh, like and subscribe, guys. Like that one. Um, we have Norwich, Watford, Everton, Southampton as games that we. Oh, that's can... the point. Did you mention Villa as well? Because that, uh, um, that's gaming and. Yeah. yeah, sorry. 
So, yeah, so that's it, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been the full-time show. And it's 2-0. There's been a, another goal, I think. Have I just lied? No, it's 1-0. It's just a replay. <laughs> is it 2-0? No, it's showing it a lot of times if it isn't a goal. Anyway, what a goal that were if it is the one. I think it's the one, but what a goal it were. Right, thank you very much, guys, for tuning in. I will see you in a minute, Jared, and chat with you there. But, uh, yeah, give uh, us a no share, worries. guys, and we'll see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ornament delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 